Welcome to All the Nuggets. Thank you so much for being part of the Nugget crew. I am your host, Miranda Reyes with Miranda Madison Events, and I am so grateful that you are sharing a part of your day with me. Enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Chelsea on the line, and we had actually met through Instagram DMs and, I mean, just really connected, and I'm super excited to have her on the podcast today. But Chelsea, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, introduce your company, and really let people know how long you've been in the industry for. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, of course. My name is Chelsea Erica Smith. I'm a photographer, a writer, and an entrepreneur. When I was 16, I actually started shooting senior photos and kind of got my business license for urban-based photography, and it never changed. When I was 18, I tried to think, okay, a lot of people are changing their photography business to their name. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should do that. And my kid brother was like, you know, it's really important you already have a brand. You Mm -hmm. should just stick with it. And I'm Mm -hmm. so glad that I stuck with just urban-based photography Mm -hmm. because – it's given me the opportunity to maybe hire other people sure. under my name and sure. not have it be, like, my name. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I've been in business about 12 years. Um, uh-huh. I've gone on to shoot about 60 weddings. Mm-hmm. I just recently shot my first wedding in Europe. Which oh, was my gosh. Awesome. Yeah. I, so, in Italy, in Chiquitara. Uh-huh. And then I also have been traveling all over the U.S., basically just throwing a dart at the map and sure. then starting businesses in random cities. Yeah. And yeah. so, that has been its own whole experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I'm really starting um, starting little businesses in places that I've never even been right. and places that I know, like, maybe one person. So it's been quite the adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And then where are you born and raised? Yeah, so I um, am just from the Portland area. Okay. I, I was raised in Vancouver, but I lived in Oregon the last 10 years. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> um, so then, I mean, gosh, being in the Portland area then, I mean, what is one of your most favorite things about living up there, um, at least off of, like, the wedding space side and being, yeah. you know, a photographer? So, yeah, so I would say that, number one, being close to an airport is, like, my absolute necessity. Mm-hmm. I live you know, 15 minutes from the airport, and I've never lived further than that, mm-hmm. and because I'm traveling so much, I mean, I, you know, I might do 30 trips in a year, you just never know, like, oh, I've, cow. I've been, you know, last year I went to New York six times, uh-huh. so it's like, uh-huh. it's really important to be close to an airport, but as far as the Northwest goes for scenery, it's gorgeous, uh, no pun intended, right, literally, <laughs> <laughs> and it's seriously such a great space to yeah. just be able to, you know, in two hours get to something like the Painted Hills, or, mm-hmm. you know, in two hours get to the beach. Uh, we, my family has a beach house, so I've been able to do some really cool photo giveaway weekends at the beach. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, it's just, I think, a really, uh, a community that fosters, um, you know, positivity when it comes to being original, and instead of trying to, you know, like in L.A., maybe you're, you right. feel like you have to be cookie cutter, and mm-hmm. here, I really feel like everybody can express themselves. And eat themselves, so. Yeah, no, definitely. And, I mean, I feel like Portland is definitely one of those cities that you just, you said, you know, you can just be free and you could be you, you know, and there's no, like, 
okay, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Like, I feel like that's definitely the city to be in, you know, if you just want to be you, you know, for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so then... I mean, with all your trips that you do have throughout the year, are these like, you know, planned ventures that you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, this and this? Or I mean, obviously, you said that, you know, this is new that you kind of like are just going to these like different cities. Like, how did that kind of all come about? Yeah, this has been what I feel is my biggest accomplishment as a photographer. Mm -hmm. It was never booking shoots. Uh, It's actually just been this crazy adventure. So basically, what I've done is I find that place that I want to go, I get onto my computer, and I send out about 100 uh, DMs, emails, Mm -hmm. pretty much anything I can to vendors, bridal boutiques, Mm -hmm. venues, I find, you know, I go to something like The Knot, or Wedding Wire, and then I find all the venues, and then I go to their actual site, find their PR email, Mm -hmm. and then I send out an email, so basically what I do for that is I get a venue to hop onto like a giveaway with me and sure. a bridal boutique and I'm leveraging their followers by yep. them posting my picture and yep. doing like an engagement shoot giveaway. Sure. So the first time I did it in Alaska, I got 20 engagement leads and I was like, oh my gosh, like this free little act I did got 20 engagement leads. That's sure. Great. So um, the one person that won, that's great. But what I did with the rest of them was send like a, hey, like I knew yep. you win, but like, you can do a discounted shoot. So mm-hmm. anyway... Um, out of Alaska, I ended up having 10 shoots. I, I definitely, um, and I was there for nine days. Okay. And I actually went back a couple weeks later, and uh-huh. I had a bunch of shoots then, too, that I didn't try to get because I just, like, built those those connections. Sure. And um, I also sent out DMs that said, hey, I'm a photographer from Portland, Oregon. I'm going to be in Alaska from this time to this time. I'm looking for three things. If you could help me direct me to these people. Mm-hmm. One is... One is somebody that needs updated family pictures. Two is um, anybody that might be a good model. And sure. three is, you know, hair and makeup. <clears throat> or just a good vendor, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. somebody who's engaged. Sure. And, you know, every once in a while I get somebody who just, they didn't need photos themselves, but they would connect me. Like this one girl in Alaska, mm-hmm. she got me like three or four shoots. And she let me stay at her house in Tucson for like one night. It was pretty crazy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was so sweet. That's nice. <laughs> so, uh so anyway, in Alaska, um, it was kind of a whirlwind. I did I did a styled shoot, but I did it all wrong. Like I've had all fifteen vendors mm-hmm. and re- and one bride and no groom, and it was just like not what I needed. It was, sure. It was sorry. I like I'm very thankful for the people that were involved in the shoot, and they were amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just like I don't need a picture of a cake if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. I need pictures of brides all day. Mm-hmm. So in a, in Arizona. I had, like, literally seven brides. Mm-hmm. I worked with three different hair and makeup places. I worked with, like, a bridal boutique and, and all these models. Mm-hmm. It was just literally fantastic. I got so much good content. Sure. It was, it was way better. And the actual, the cool thing is, in Arizona, out of my, I had 17 shoots. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. So, out of 17 shoots, only, like, three or four were actually paid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came out of that week like eight or nine grand ahead. So I sure. ended up booking weddings. Mm-hmm. So like literally these shoots were like only like $300, $400 shoots. Mm-hmm. But I ended up actually being there spontaneously for someone whose wedding photographer canceled, which was amazing. 
so I, I got to shoot that wedding, and then I booked a couple weddings out of it, and it was just, like, Holy cow. The constant, yeah, the constant I got, it was just, like, such a amazing, so anyway, I spent, you know, 50 or 60 hours putting these trips together, sure, I had, like, yeah. a really strict schedule, yeah. and I, I was getting ready and geared up for Houston, which mm-hmm. was going to be so fun, like, I, I had, what I was, like, way more hands-on, like, I'm learning from every trip, sure. but for Houston, the bridal boutique and I, like, we got really into the nitty gritty because I wanted a different look than I did in Arizona. Sure. I wasn't very hands on with like what dresses. And right, right, right. And so in Arizona, I or in Houston, I was like, I want this exact dress. Mm-hmm. I want this exact model. I need more diversity. I had like way too many white girls. <laughs> so, uh, so it was just so. Anyway, like two days before the trip is when this whole coronavirus thing started happening, mm. and I was like. Uh, the bridal boutique canceled, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to go if my bridal boutique won't get sure. me dressed. Right. Like, there's just no point. Even though I had all these shoots, I was like, you know, by the time, I'm so glad I didn't go, but it was just such a bummer if it would have been like the week before I could have done everything. Right. So, you know, I, I can always like redo the trip, but it's just hard when you, you know, spent hundreds of dollars on tickets. That's not gonna be. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it's definitely like been my biggest thing right now. It's definitely a hustle, but uh, I... On August 16th of last year, that's when I really said I'm going to go full time and not do anything else. And sure. so I really had to like kick it out of high gear. Yeah. So then, I mean, I, I have a podcast and a guy who, you know, literally tells you to Instagram DM and that's the way to go. Did you get this inspo from someone or did you kind of just know like to do it? Like where did you kind of get the inspiration to DM yeah, a bunch of people? So- I'd say there have been a couple defining moments for me in mm-hmm. the last couple years. Mm-hmm. And one, I'd say one was just putting it out there to the world that yep. I want to, like, putting on Facebook, hey, guys, I am actually doing this full-time. That mm-hmm. was one. But the but the first one that actually happened a month before that mm-hmm. was I was working at Tiffany's. And I was just, as an entrepreneur, like, sometimes I just had to get a job because sure. I was Right. And so I was working at Tiffany's, which I thought was a good idea because you meet people that are engaged all day. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can kind of like double up on this, which they probably didn't love. But anyway, um, this girl came in and she was helping her friend buy an engagement ring. Her name is Bailey Dennis. Have you heard of her? Mm-mm. Okay, so she is a Portland photographer okay. who literally grew up like down the street from me. Like she, she went to a, a high school like in a in the same school district. Okay. And she was my exact same age. She has blonde hair, like mm-hmm. my same height. Uh-huh. And I was just like, how is she charging eight grand and her whole entire year is booked and right. she's just doing these amazing shoots all right. over the world? Like and I'm just like, how is she doing this? So she went out to drinks with me and I was so thankful because I was like she could charge for uh-huh. the information that uh-huh. she's giving me and like sure. she doesn't have to do this right sure. right so so a couple of things clicked for me when she was telling me what you know how to do it mm-hmm. and one was she's just like she's like you just need to go like get more content mm-hmm. because I was struggling with like I'm like trying to find content I just need what and she's just like why don't you do some style shoots? And I'm like, I tried. I thought I like reached out to some places in Portland sure. and it just wasn't like coming together. And I sure. just wasn't doing it. I was thinking like, I met one girl from um, the white dress to Portland uh-huh. and, I, and she just like, wasn't getting back to me. And I thought like, you know, they have a lot of people. So I just didn't think, Oh, I need to reach out to every single one. You know, that thing. Mm-hmm. so, so I said, how do you get shoots in Arizona? Well, Arizona was like her first, um, the first place that I just recognized she was shooting a lot and sure. 
are these gorgeous pictures. And I was like, how are you getting those shoots? And she's like, well, I just, like, you know, go shoot there. And I just had to shoot the DMs. And I was like, why does this seem like the most basic thing that right. someone can tell me? But it's just, like, sometimes it takes someone telling you something really, really basic. Yeah. And in a different even, form. Yeah, in a different form. And for her to just say, like, you just have to go shoot there. Yep. And I was yep. like, oh, you know, and and I have, like, somebody who I can stay with in Arizona. I have someone sure. I can stay with in Alaska. So it's, like, not the most expensive trip. And Alaska was, like, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. So I'm just, like... Oh my gosh. So as soon as I did that, it's like you just get so much diversity in your work. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, nobody who wants to get married in Sedona is going to pick a photographer who all their work looks like they're in the Northwest. Right. You know? Right. So yep. and now I have just this, like, whole diversity of, like, places that are warm and, it, like, and places that are super cold. I yep. did this crazy photo shoot um, with a newer photographer who drove like four hours from Homer, Alaska to take pictures of me oh. down freezing rain uh-huh. in this glacier and it was like freezing cold. I thought I was going to die. I was in like, hypothermia. <laughs> yeah. Those kinds of adventures I feel like really shape you as oh, a yeah. photographer. Yeah. And it's so important that you like really go out of your comfort zone. And so I'd say that, yeah, number one was meeting her. Number two was deciding, like manifesting it almost like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Yep. But number three would be, like, I, if you would ask me a year ago, like, a year from today, to yeah. do, like, a free photo shoot, I would have been, like, absolutely not. Like, right. I've done this for 12 years. Yep. I'm not going to do a free photo shoot. Yep. I was just so against it. And it's, sure. like, every single positive thing so far has come from me, like, doing a giveaway. Yep. Like, I, I got I got a proposal, which was, like, the most gorgeous proposal, mm-hmm. out of a out of a giveaway and he actually paid me anyway and then from that proposal a different guy gave me mm-hmm, you know I got mm-hmm. to do that proposal and I yep. got to do like all these crazy shoots because of these you know giving away my talents and um, sure. the thing is I get so much more out of it from these giveaways oh, yeah. than, than you know they even could could know like it's just crazy because um, every time I post something and they start posting something, it's my own way of marketing myself. Sure. Yep. And yep. I noticed when I got back to Anchorage that my following on Instagram, like the third highest city was Anchorage. And I was like, wow, that's crazy that in nine days and like, you know, obviously the prep work sure. to it by reaching out to people that I could influence my following in that much. Sure. You know? right, right, right. And I had no clue that that would happen. And I'd say, like, from each of the trips, I get, like, 100 followers, which, mm-hmm. even though it's not a lot, it's still, like, that's 100 new people that yep. are, especially Seeing a your lot work. of our vendors. Yep. Yep. And, you know, now I have probably, you know, 50 or 100 vendors sure. from Houston, from Alaska, you know, all these places. And they're there to refer. Sure. And so it, it's, it's really quite an amazing way it's definitely bootstrapping though because you are literally like yeah. finding people through you know google and you're mm-hmm. just like shooting them a dm or an email mm-hmm. and different people respond to different ways of getting a hold like i found out that going through instagram was best for hair and makeup people mm-hmm. and the other thing i found out is that like 80 percent of them will say yes and so i was like asking all these hair and makeup people it's so hard and then it, and then you get okay, let's do it yeah and then you're <laughs> like oh now what do i do you know yeah, <laughs> And then the other thing I learned was a lot of hair and makeup people don't want to 
work like they might do hair and makeup and mm-hmm. they don't want to like be there if somebody else is doing sure. like hair makeup on it they want like their own shoe kind mm-hmm. of thing so mm-hmm. i don't know the things i've learned from these trips it's just like each one gets better and better which is why you know it's such a letdown that houston didn't happen but i, I can of course go back sure yeah still have all the same models and all the yeah. same you know situation but of course i'm not buying flights till no <laughs> all this is over so, yeah yeah um yeah, I literally, I mean, just off the podcast end, have sent so many DMs within the past, like, week, probably. Like, I think Instagram blocked me for, like, four days, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's so bad. I, so bad. I, I send, like, well, yeah, it kind of blocks you, but I try to send, like, you know, like, 20 a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, I mean, it's, it's crazy, though, like how the power of literally just sitting down for two hours maybe you know and not not even two hours and just I mean sending these messages out and then literally like responding back to him responding back to him responding back to him and really just I mean spreading the word getting your vendors together getting everything in line um can do like it's just the power of social media nowadays obviously you got to put the time in though you know and I don't think that people click off that end though you know they just think like oh well I have the social media account I'm good it's like no like you gotta (laughs) you gotta put the money into it you gotta put the time you know have you heard of Gary V oh yeah that's then that's exactly who um I was talking about referring to when he was saying like you have to Instagram DM everyone because yeah yeah. he's like my god business and his mantras are built off of you know but I mean the biggest one that I always just think of is bringing the other person value because then you can use that obviously as leverage you know and obviously not that it's like I mean leverage kind of sounds malicious but it's not at all you know it's just like 
you gotta you gotta bring the other person value first and then you kind of just move from there you know like and he always puts himself in that position to always give people things you know and never and never seeing it as give back you know it's just give just give just give just give you like you're talking about your giveaways or even just giving your talents away for free so then I mean you know at that moment you know it's really hard you know when you know you do have a photographer or just I mean everyone really in the event industry who you know they have the years behind them they have you know already the clientele built up um but then I mean to just really like say it's okay I still want to do the giveaways I still want to do you know these things for free um at that moment I mean what is running through your mind because I feel like that's it, I mean, I feel like comes down to just humbling yourself, you know, and really yeah. just saying, like, it's okay, it's going to work out, you yeah. know, and not getting yourself in the mindset of sure. money, 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 money. I mean, how right. do you move through that? So, this, this sounds like, and I'm not like, you know, all, whatever kind of spiritual walk you are in with sure. this podcast. Like, the way I've had to just say it is, like, the Lord will provide. Like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, if I just do all of the things that I need to do, like, sure. it will happen. Sure. And if I just focus on doing the actionable, you know, okay, these are the things that will lead me to getting paid. Mm-hmm. And I just focus on those things, then I will get paid. Mm-hmm. So, like, with my first giveaway, I'd say this was, like, the first time I realized that these giveaways really lead to getting paid mm-hmm. was I did a giveaway at the beach and I even provided them a place to stay. I was like, if you guys want to stay the night, we have a beach house. Like I, I was going a far above beyond. I was like, if you guys want to, um, you know, roast marshmallows. Yeah. Want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and what actually ended up happening was I knew this is how it goes. Like a lot of times you do free stuff and people cancel because they don't see the value in it. And that, I I knew that. So I took that knowledge and I took just the fact that I was, I was packing like a bunch of shoots and it actually gave me a little prep work for like packing all these shoots into these photo trips. But anyway, um, a a bunch of people canceled. So Mm -hmm. I had four shoots and then I did one like fun shoot with my photographer friend. Mm -hmm. And the first one, they ended up like buying me dinner. And I was like, that's so sweet. And they ended up just going home. So I stayed there yeah. at each week. But it was just that mom and her son who had had family pictures. And I really felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting back. But it was such beautiful light. Yeah. It was just yeah. such an amazing, you know. And, like, hey, they bought me dinner. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. So then, so then the next day, uh, this couple is on their way. And mm-hmm. um, the the man from the couple had found my phone number through a friend that had recommended me or whatever for this free engage- or free um, photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And he texted me, hey, I want to talk to you. I have a surprise for my girlfriend. And I was Aww. like, oh, my God. So, yeah, so he was going to propose. And so he paid me, like, $400. And he was like, is this okay? And so I brought champagne, and we popped it. And we did this whole thing. And I told him exactly how to bring the ring in his guitar case so that it wouldn't be, you know, in his pocket because sure. he'd obviously, like, feel it. Right. So he proposes. I get the video. It's raining. It's just, like, such a beautiful moment. And so I end up, you know – getting that shoot and then she actually does boudoir pictures for me with me later on like Uh a month or two later and then that is actually the wedding that I ended up shooting in Arizona that their photographer canceled so from that relationship that was like thousands of dollars and so that was just like one and then actually 
this is funny. I just booked the the next couple. They paid me like a couple hundred dollars anyway for the engagement shoot at the beach. The next that same that same day, mm-hmm. they actually just booked me yesterday or the day before, and they booked me for my full price, which is like four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and that was for a free giveaway. Oh, so it's like so it just yeah, all works was, out, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the next day at that shoot, I did um, this like fun photo shoot with my friend, and we just got like such it was so green, and you know we just did like on the beach, and so basically like that that whole weekend, I ended up coming out probably you know way ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just gave away a beach weekend of photo shoots, and, and it's just like I just had to open up to being like. Yeah, that first photo shoot, like, I just got dinner. Mm-hmm. I still got dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And just, I mean, seeing it as, okay, you know, it's an investment. It's going to probably, you yeah. know, take a hit for a moment. But, I mean, the amount and, I mean, just the follow-up of people that right. have just flooded in, you know, it's like, okay, it's it's just working, you know. and Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then, I mean, what cities are on your list next yeah absolutely okay so let me pull up this list so i i have done a couple things like one is i'm like wherever the wind takes me sure so um i felt like i definitely wanted to do arizona because it was like cold here Mm -hmm. and i wanted to be somewhere (laughs) that was warmer yeah but um and, of course, I chose Alaska at the worst time possible. So, but anyway, that Alaska, I actually started out going to Alaska because I wanted to visit a boy. Okay. And then um, Houston, I actually was also visiting a boy. But <laughs> I was going to stay at his house. Um, so it's kind of funny because that's why I chose Houston. I was like, Houston's such a random place to go. Right. But I really wanted to go to, like, Charleston. Oh, yeah. And maybe do, like, a Savannah trip to, like, that same time. Mm-hmm. And I started actually working on Charleston. I'm still hashtagging. Charleston, I'm, I'm trying to like, build somewhat of a connection there. Sure. I start hashtagging things I want to go, like, way before. Sure. Um, just to, like, start getting into feeds of places. And I also, like, sometimes I'll just actually tag the places I want to go, like Charleston. So I wanted to visit somebody in Miami. It's kind of, like, places I wanted to visit anyway. Yeah. Nashville, Austin. I wanted to do, like, an L.A. trip where I go to, like, uh, or, like, Orange County, like, Santa Ana. I want to go to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, I was supposed to be on this trip to Canada this month. They obviously got canceled. Sure. But I was going to try to do, like, some photo shoots and dance. Oh, my gosh. It would be so I've fun, always, though. Yeah. I always want to go somewhere where I'm getting some value for fun, too. Like, sure. I yeah. thought it would be fun to do, like, Sonoma and Napa mm-hmm. because I love wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Denver, Chicago, and then I'm this year I'm shooting a wedding in Alaska, Hawaii, and Japan, or I'm going to Japan, so hopefully I'll set up some shoots in Japan as well, but um, those are kind of the places that I wanted to go already, and sure. I'm basically like, okay, I'll start a business there, I can do it, and I feel like the key to starting businesses in random places is getting like one or two little ralliers mm-hmm. who are just like your biggest fan, sure. and you have to really foster a good relationship with them like this girl in Arizona mm-hmm. who I stayed at her house for a night mm-hmm. she was like I talked to her on the phone for an hour and she didn't need a shoot like she was just a random girl who I was like tell me where to go like what places would be good to go and you mm-hmm. know she was like you know I wanted to do high tea and she told me about Wrigley Mansion and like you know she just she was giving me all this like random information but then she led me to so many shoots and the other cool thing is that when you use one person to get you a bunch of shoots mm-hmm. they um 
that way it's like this more it's more of a community because they're you know they're liking and sharing your photos because they're photos of her friends you know sure. so yep. it, it, and she was in the event industry too so like we had so much to talk about yeah 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 so. no it's really it's just crazy though like once you like connect with someone it's like oh man here we go you know it's just like this is just gonna be so much fun and then it just flows you know when it just flows it's obviously a lot easier and then I mean you can call on them whenever you can just check up on them and be like hey I'm planning to come back down like let's do something else you know oh yeah Um, for sure the next time I go to Arizona I was supposed to shoot a wedding in Arizona this month which is a bummer, but um, I would have, like, I shoots, like, ready to go. Right, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So then, I mean, obviously with, you know, everything that's going on now, where do you see yourself, say, in five years? Yeah, so I definitely want to be married and have kids, and Mm -hmm. so I know photographers that are married and have kids, and they travel still all over. Mm -hmm. Um, Dina Schmoot is one. She's, um, she's, a friend of a friend that I see at quite a few functions with that friend. So she's phenomenal and she charges like 10, 15 grand. She is an amazing photographer who literally travels all over the world. And so, um, I admire that. I think that's really cool. Um, I want to be traveling at maybe at least every quarter to somewhere in Europe or somewhere all over the world. I don't know. I want to be traveling. So, mm-hmm. um, I really like traveling. Like, it gives me purpose. I feel like it's just what I was meant to do. I'm not a homebody at all. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sitting sitting alone all the time inside is just, it's just, it's given me opportunity to do some things that I haven't been able to do in the past, but also it's just like, you know, I'm going crazy. (laughs) Right, yeah, no, definitely. But then I also feel like, you know, traveling and, I mean, seeing the world and setting up these photo shoots, I mean, yeah. just opens your, obviously, network of people, yeah. you know, and really just lets you create and just flow and just continue right. to, you know. Well, and, and I think some people assume that to shoot a wedding somewhere else, you have to know the people from somewhere else. Like, if, like the person I shot a wedding in Italy, like, they were from Medford. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they were from here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They were a friend of a friend, and so I just think that some people think, oh, how am I going to shoot a wedding in Italy, like, and it's like, no, a lot of people here want to elope and sure. do something like that, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, so then, you know, let's talk, I mean, a bit about your podcast then, and, you know, kind of what you're focusing in on, and, you know, really, you know, the types of people that you do have on your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So my podcast is um, named Speech and Spirits, Mm -hmm. and it's basically like starting from a place of, you know, grab a drink, and let's sit down, and let's just like, let's just enjoy each other's company, and I want it to be funny, like I I just feel like there's not a ton of podcasts where I'm listening to it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so funny, but also (laughs) super valuable, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and there's a time and a place, like some podcasts you don't want them to be like cracking jokes the whole time, and like interviewing this like power couple last night like mm-hmm. we definitely laughed like a lot more after the podcast was done right because you know it's kind of hard they were talking about serious things sure but I also just feel like I want something that gives really good life hacks mm-hmm. cheeky business advice mm-hmm. and also tells remarkable stories uh, but just has this kind of air of like this is more specialized in 
these, these kind of this like marketing, branding, that kind of world. Like if I'm going to interview a photographer, it's more on like entrepreneurship and like building a business than it is like photography tactics, Sure. you know? So, um, so anyway, I just felt like every podcast I listen to, like my really like the skinny confidentials, him and her podcast, mm-hmm. but like they will go from talking about wellness and, you know, workouts and stuff to like talking about branding and marketing. And for me, it's like, I don't really care about skincare. Like I just, right. it's just not me. I'm, yeah. Even though I'm a blogger, like it's just not me to like do a 15 step skincare routine and right. I just don't care. And so I just wanted a podcast where it's like, I was interested in every single episode and it could be people from all over the map. Like that's still cool. It's mm-hmm. just, let's talk about something that we can all relate on. is like helpful for our small business. Sure. Sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And then, I mean, for you, have you kind of always had podcasts on your mind? Did, is this like recently? Yeah. No, yeah. I've always wanted to do podcasts. Um, it's just, this is giving me the time to really not focus as much on hustling my business because I can't go shoot right now a ton. Sure. Yeah. And so I can book weddings, but like booking weddings is kind of like on the back end and it's still kind of not busy season yet. Mm -hmm. And so this is the perfect time for me to like set everything up and get kind of a flow down. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Um, so then I mean, what has been your most unique um, photo shoot or style shoot that you, I mean, really got to unleash your creativity on? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, these style shoots that I'm doing in these kind of crazy countries, yeah. <laughs> not crazy countries, crazy, crazy cities, you know, different cities, yeah. have been really cool. Um, I love this shoot I did with like a cowboy hat. And uh-huh. It was, like, with a bunch of cacti, and it was just so kind of, like, funky. And it's just something, you know, if you're, you live in Arizona, you're doing shit like that all the time. But sure. for me, it was, like, so different. It's different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I really like that. It was fun to work in Alaska. Um, actually, kind of a styled, fun shoot that was of me. That one I was telling you about in the glacier, like, that will always be, like, one of my craziest memories. We had to walk through a river in the freezing cold. I oh. like, stiletto moves. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And, you know, it was just like the, the, the videos are just insane from that. It was just so crazy. So that was, I just feel like, you know, getting out there and experiencing something where you're just like, I can't believe I did that. It's like going to be a memory forever. So yeah. yeah. No, I love that. So then, I mean, how can we help you? Yeah. Um, I definitely think that following my Urban Bay account, mm-hmm. like, it's at Urban Bay, U-R-B-A-N-B-A-Y. Um, that is number one um, for me, just to get more exposure. Sure. Um, you can also follow my personal account, which is Chelsea Erica Smith. And that one actually has quite a few followers just because I was focusing on blogging. If I could go back, I would focus more on photography. Right, right. With <laughs> having so much fun, you know? Sure, yeah. yeah. Doing a lot of marketing and other businesses at mm-hmm. the time. Um, I like to start lots of businesses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that was, um, but, and then otherwise, like, little things, like, looking me up on Pinterest, sure. that would be great. Um, if you want to know more about my Pinterest journey, it's pretty crazy. I can talk about that. Wait, yeah, um, let's go into that real quick. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, so I'd say, like, this is 
one of the craziest successes I've had, and it was actually in this last month. So I listened to an episode on the Six Figure Photography Podcast, mm-hmm. which I listened to this one on Pinterest, and this girl is a photographer in Miami, and she basically went through exactly what to do to start getting Pinterest hits, and she said to, number one, like, organize it all by location, mm-hmm. like, venue. So... Some people like to shoot at the same venues multiple times. I'm not really that way, but I still, like, have lots of venues that I can choose from. So I set up every single one um, by venue. And then another key she said was to use, like, 90%. She said 100% of the time, but I'm going to say, like, 90% of the time. Yeah. Uh, photos that were vertical and not horizontal because, like, it really is true. Like, you can't even see what the picture is when it's ver- or when it's horizontal. Yeah, And I true. wouldn't have thought of that. I would have just been picking my best pictures. So. Sure. It just is so much more effective. Okay. And then um, she recommended using Tailwind, which is, like, my lifeblood at this point. <laughs> now I'm using Tailwind. I'm posting, like, 10 posts a day. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I also started directing to some blogs. Like, I did a blog on, like, 10 outfit ideas for um, your engagement session. And so you can use, like, you know, 10 or 15 different pictures to, like, each day maybe one of the pictures, like, is directing back to that blog. Mm-hmm. So basically for some stats like in two weeks I got my monthly viewers up to almost 200,000 holy cow yeah so I went from literally zero to like 200,000 and that girl who like talked on the podcast only has 40,000 and so I was like oh okay so I definitely like took what she said and it's working Mm -hmm. but also like I went above and beyond to research a little bit more of like um, like, something that she doesn't do is she just, every single picture has the same exact title, mm. like, for, for that shoot, and I went into, like, detailing, like, if it's a getting ready picture, it's, like, getting ready at this venue, or, you know, vintage, that, like, I started using a lot more descriptors, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting for me to also see, like, what pictures really do well, mm-hmm. but also it's going to help me, because when I'm shooting, I'll have, like, a conscious like oh I need to shoot more vertical sure especially in like certain moments where it's like would be best to shoot horizontal Mm -hmm. it's just like oh like make sure you get at least one or two shots like vertical and then um so that because like different shots look better on like like I'd say on Facebook like horizontal looks better so anyway so I started tracking it too like um I I have had like 500 hits to my website in the last like two weeks which is like insane like I you know, over time, like, my get hits and clicks to my website, but this was, like, I was, like, I have never had so many people get to my website, which is obviously the key, like, nobody cares how many monthly viewers you have, I think it's, like, 150,000 impressions, which is Mm -hmm. cool, but it, like, matters how many clicks you get, right, so, um, and I really was interested in saves, too, because I felt like saves had a viral effect, it was, like, I was getting pins up to, like, five or six thousand views oh and gosh. this was like in yeah in like one day so it was like you know even if it had like only like five or six free pens mm-hmm. it was still getting seen and so I think Pinterest is saying oh you know after you get a couple pins that are doing well it says oh they must have really good content we're gonna like pump it up mm-hmm. so I think it's a little bit of like natural kind of like almost like CEO sure but yeah, then, yeah. Um, then also like the consistency of just like posting and making sure they go to the right board, like that was super important. But also, um, just using Tailwind to set them all up so you don't have to touch them. Like I, and the thing that was crazy was I was trying to do this on Pinterest with 
Buffer, mm-hmm. which I actually still use for Facebook and mm-hmm. um, Twitter. But um, but with Tailwind, you can be really specific. Like you can do a title, and you couldn't do that with Buffer, which I really didn't like. So um, and when I was posting on my own, I wasn't be, I wasn't doing it the right way. Like you have to get an automated um, like posting system, otherwise it's just too much work to do. Like, right. Yeah. And uh, it's just too much. You're not like not going to get anywhere. And so. Um, I was trying on my personal account and she, this girl on the podcast was like, you really gotta like just post your work unless it's like hair and makeup, maybe like you can have one thing for like hair and makeup, but otherwise like you don't want to like be posting other people's work. And so I, I have worked so hard on just like, you know, all of my own wedding plans on my personal account. And I was like, I don't want to delete and hide all this stuff. So I just started the reason I say from scratch is I literally started a Pinterest from scratch, like mm-hmm. had no pins on it mm-hmm. and got it up to, you know, the 200,000. So it's just like pretty crazy what you can do in a short amount of time. If you just like take someone's advice and really implement do the right thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it does take time, but it really, if you get it going, it should only take you like one or two hours a month. If sure. you just batch and do it at the same time. Well, I think you're honestly like, living, breathing proof of the, you know, sponging it all in and then, I mean, implementing it out, you know, and it's, it's people like you, you know, that truly, I mean, they're, that's why they have the motivational conferences, that's why they have all these different things and they're giving all these, you know, things out and you're actually implementing them, but I mean, there's, it's one in a million, you know, like not everyone is implementing. So it's literally like just saying like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, you know, and versus like, okay, well, I'm gonna maybe do that. And then I'm maybe gonna do this. It's just like, nope, just do them both. You know, why not? (laughs) I feel like it's the best time. We have all of this time on our hands. And I think it's so important that we just like really hit it hard. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, the perfect time to do stuff that's on the back end, like yep, on your yep. computer. And nobody wants to, like, I've sat on Pinterest for like, you know, five hours just trying different things and right. like seeing what works. And, you know, this is the time to do that. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. So then, I mean, what last minute nuggets would you want to drop with the crew and just, I mean, really leave with them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say, for sure the whole Pinterest thing like start funneling different ways to get leads mm-hmm. um I'd say that there are a lot of platforms that are important to be on but you don't necessarily need to pay for them like getting reviews is really important and uh, on wedding wire even though I don't pay for it I still have a wedding wire and mm-hmm. people can still review me on it and they can also kind of like check your legitimacy so I'd say like that's a good one and then otherwise I would say just shoot as much as you can if you're a photographer like go and shoot and just say like I know it's a lot of work mm-hmm. uh, but shoot as much as you can and the I'd say the number one thing is streamline and get faster at editing mm-hmm. get faster at culling mm-hmm. which is picking out which photos you want to use and then just be the fastest editor you can yep. or or like have somebody else do your editing because mm-hmm. If you're spending like 10 hours or 20 hours editing a wedding, mm-hmm. it's just like your capacity can only be so high. So, so much. High. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I literally like, I know that brides don't want to hear this, but I edit a wedding in like two hours. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, most people are taking 20 hours. And it's like, right. I can do a million other things because sure. I'm not taking, you know, my whole week to edit a wedding. Sure. You just streamline it. Well, and I'll tell you what, like, whenever, you know, say I put on like a shootout type of styled shoot, and this is, if a, if you're a photographer and you're going to attend one of my styled shoots, this is good to know off of your end. But basically, whoever sends me their pictures first is the one that I'm putting through my planally and I'm probably going to post on my social, you know, so it's just all about speed in this game and just who can be the fastest. But then obviously, I know at a quality level, you know, but so it's you like, shoots with like multiple photographers? Mm-hmm. yep. So, oh, okay. yeah. So whenever I do them, I'll do, cause I'll, you know, off the planner and at least, you know, obviously, I mean, obviously, you know, too, obviously if you're going to do like style shoots, but you're covering the costs. And so off of our end, it's really big down here to do the shootout type of style shoots. Um, and really just, I mean, charge tickets, you know, get the, basically get your, um, expenses back and it's just a wash at that point you know but then I mean you're tagging like all the different vendors you know all the photographers not all photographers are giving their photos to the vendors but I mean I don't see why you wouldn't want to you know because then obviously that's just more tags off of your end um so I mean that's that could be a whole nother conversation because I mean style shoots are really different everywhere you know Um, yeah so you're in Arizona right mm -hmm, yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah it it was crazy like the people in Alaska Mm -hmm. and the people in Arizona Mm -hmm. were so night and day yeah (laughs) it was like I I felt like working with Arizona as a country was like working with a valley girl who was like yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like Arizona or sorry Alaska Mm -hmm. everyone was so like skeptical of this person into their space mm-hmm. like who are you right like, you know, like we're they were like very different yeah so in yeah. Arizona like everybody was like super fun and yeah exciting and yeah to be a yeah and it's I mean like a blessing that everyone is like this you know so then I mean we literally have a group and you'll have to join in on it it's called um off of Facebook it's called AZ Creatives um but it's just literally like all the style shoots here and literally like you can throw a mood board in there and say, hey, I need dress, makeup, um, all these different things. And they'll, like, a lot of people will, you know, give them up for free, obviously, because then you just get the content off of them. Or, you know, very nominal. Like, obviously, like, your biggest cost always is floral. But, yeah, and then, like, honestly, like, I, as a planner, a photographer, whoever's planning it, can throw that mood board into there. And say, hey, we're opening this shoot to photographers. We're only letting, like, say, 12 in, 10 to 12. You know, 10's normally the number. You know, some people get too crazy if there's too many photographers, yeah, obviously. Yeah, my style shoots, I need only photographer. Mm. Yeah, so it's just, I mean... I'm putting all the work into it. I right. don't want everyone else, like, having Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, but it just, I mean, honestly depends you know but I mean you could see them off of both ends you know and really just you know off obviously like off of like design and coordination you know you could say like urban bay you know but um it really just like depends on which way you want to go with it but um it's I mean in turn a really fast way to get across you know at least like 15 at least within the vendors and then like an additional probably like 10 so 25 sometimes vendors within that area so um 
you know, if you are interested, definitely like AZ Creators is the way to go because I can literally post up a mood board and probably within a week I can fill that whole thing up and like the whole shoot's paid for. Yeah, so it's like insane. People, even that are established here in the Valley, like are still looking for more content, obviously, you know, and I feel like it's going to be even more so, you know, definitely after all this because um, obviously we lost our spring, but um, yeah, it's honestly different everywhere that <clears throat> that we go. And I'm actually, you know, planning to do different style shoots as I move, but, um, you know, having them shoot out, you know, so it's been like almost double the work trying to figure out the photographers that would be open to paying, you know, and some that are like, oh, okay, well, you know, normally I don't really pay. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. Like, then I'm going to go find my next photographer, you know, so yeah, I mean, I definitely like don't pay for style shoots. Right, yeah, yeah. So then off of your end then, is it, like, I mean, like, normally, like, like, the dresses will come in for free, yeah. like, do you have... Yeah, everything is for free, every single part, everyone, including floral, is donating for the access to content and mm -hmm. access to um, other people, you know, posting their images and tagging them, and sure. we all have this agreement that we'll tag the vendors. Sure. Um, I, you know, if anyone was going to get paid, I'd be like, I need to get paid. I'm right. <laughs> you know, I, the thing is, I have enough shoes that sure. it's not like, it's not like I need the sure. shoes. Like, right. I'm doing it for the vendors as mm -hmm. well. And, like, if this one vendor in, in Arizona, like, this floral I used in, like, seven shoots, but she didn't have to be there. I went to her house and picked up the flowers. Right, and right. I used those shoots in literally seven different brides. Right. Like, she definitely got banged for her bucky. Yeah. <laughs> she did, a, like, a crown for a hat, and uh -huh. used that hat with the crown for, like, seven other All shoots. All of them, like, yeah. So, you know, it's like, she she definitely got her bang for her bucky, and, you know, she has a nice house. Like, I'm sure she's not, like, you know, she, she's not, like, hurting her in. Her yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, I, I understand, like, there are some florists who... It does cost like a ton of money, but also like I want to do those like super extravagant floral shoots, but sure. I know those do cost like a ton of money. But yeah, someone yeah. actually gave me the recommendation to hit up a venue the day after a wedding and mm -hmm. mm. take all their florals yeah. and say like, hey, after this wedding, do you care if I have some new florals? And then do like a Monday shoot and yep. you have like you know or fresh a floral shoot pretty much. Yeah, you have all these flowers so. That's kind of my next option because I do feel like I'm not getting like the, everything else is easy. Like um, even the bridal boutiques, like the bridal boutique I was working with in Houston, they were like super luxury, and it, we had to like give them a credit card for like if something happened to the dresses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but I was like, I was secure. Like we weren't shooting in these. Like in Arizona, we were shooting in like dirt and they Desert, like, yeah. the dresses got dirty. Yeah. But also like they weren't the type of dresses that I'm using in Houston. In Houston, I'm using these like stark white dresses that like if you know something really tiny gets on it it's like a disaster right so, right um and you know she had like all these rules but it right. was just gonna be it, it, it was gonna be exactly what i want to shoot sure and it was, like, sure luxury and sure. arizona i did like this boho vibe and mm -hmm. like, i realized that like boho is not really what i want to shoot like sure. and i i learned a lot about like if you don't tell the hair and makeup you don't tell people what to do like be a creative director They'll do then whatever. They're just not going to get, yeah, they're yeah. going to do, like, sometimes what's the easiest thing or, like, what they like. And it's, like, 
it's just like I I was not hands-on enough sure. and that's why in Houston I'm so mad <laughs> it's like literally so specific I give them like specific hair specific makeup sure I had like you know 20 vendors that were I was ready with. but yeah yeah but I also like just really felt like since I did all of that hard work like mm-hmm. I guess I could have other truckers pay me to be in the shoot but I just don't think that'd be fair to the vendors who aren't getting paid sure sure yeah so it's yeah. yeah, it's like a hard it's like a really hard balance, but you know, off the planner end, like it's weird cuz I will obviously post my people, like you know the you know the models or whoever's like really in the shoot or even the weddings obviously, but I'm like looking for pictures of like the tablescape and the right. bar, you know, it's so it's different. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cuz I feel like Right, right. Thing I need. Right, so yeah. I don't understand why a photographer would pay to do a table setting. Like they, like they don't need pictures of a table setting. The only thing I can think of that's important, like for pay, like that I would pay for, is like obviously if you're working with vendors that are like really going to refer you mm-hmm. and like they're posting mm-hmm. on maybe big platforms. Like if you're a vendor that has like forty thousand followers, mm-hmm. like then I might pay to be in the, so that you can post me. But it's like otherwise, like. I'm the one who's providing, like, all you know, of it. Yeah. all of the work. Right, so, right, right. Besides the florist who has to pay, like, for hair and makeup, it's not like they're... No, they yeah, theirs is nominal. Like like, yeah. 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 Yeah, they already have all their product and everything, so... Yeah, it's definitely just, um, I mean, figuring out, like, how people do style shoots in different markets, you know, and it's it's fun. It's And it's fun to learn these different things as you go, for sure, and really just you know, move through them, but, um, I mean, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed our chat today. It's almost refreshing just to hear that someone is literally doing the same thing that I'm doing, you know, and, you know, yeah. mega successful, obviously, at, you know, what you are doing, and I mean, just keep pushing, and just, you, the world is your oyster, literally, and I feel like that's a really old saying, but it's so, so, so true. But, um, I mean, thank you again for being on the podcast today. Thank you for, you know, just the straight light and life that you're bringing to everyone. I can just tell, like, your passion is just oozing from you at all aspects of your life. But um, I will definitely let you know when this is up and running. Um, If you could message me over, you know, any of your handles for – I have, obviously, your handles for Urban Bay, but um, maybe your podcast even – so then we can link that up once everything's up. But, um, I mean, thank you again. I hope yeah. to meet you soon. I hope to um, yeah, definitely, definitely do work with you. Yeah, next time I'm in, I'm in Arizona. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but thank you again, and we'll chat with each other soon. So. Yeah, okay. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Thank you guys again for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Miranda Madison Events. If this podcast has brought you any sort of value or you've learned something possibly from a previous bride or a vendor that you're just wanting to pass on and someone just needs to hear, please share it on with them. Um, I am really excited for this podcast and I am wanting the world to hear it. So however I can help you guys, however I can bring you more value, um, perhaps there's another topic that you may want to hear, just let me know. Thank you guys. Bye.